0: Welcome to the Compete Every Day podcast, a weekly show to help you harness the power of competition to be better than yesterday. Hear each week from performance leaders, coaches, and experts on the benefits of competition and how you can use it to win at work and in life. And now, your host, Chief Encouragement Officer at Compete Every Day, Jake Thompson.
1: That's right. We are back. New week and new episode of the podcast. What's happening, competitors? I hope you guys are doing everything in your power to be better than yesterday and to continue competing for your goals with a focus on how you can win, how you can use competition and all the positive benefits of it to enhance your life. This week, I'm excited to welcome to the show Tyler Lee in Tyler, Texas, head football coach, Kurt Trailer, who I had the honor and opportunity to play under while he was an assistant coach in Jacksonville, Texas. Uh, coach Trailer was one of my JV coaches, track, man, I I spent many years with this guy and the impact he made on me along with the other coaches in that staff has greatly influenced the rest of my life. So I I am eternally grateful for them. And I think you're going to get a lot out of today's conversation listening to a Texas football head coach talk about what they do from a culture standpoint to create winners, not only winners on the football field, but winners in life. What are the things that they do in season and off season to help cultivate the right mindset in these kids that will help them succeed throughout the rest of their life, not just on Friday nights. Coach Trailer has had an opportunity to be a part of some incredible football staffs in the state of Texas. Uh, multiple years in the playoffs, multiple state championship teams. And so he's going to bring a lot of that wisdom and the things that he's learned being a part of coaching staffs and now being the head of a new coaching staff in Tyler to you so that you can start implementing in your life, regardless of whether you're a coach, whether you're a leader in your workplace, a manager of people, an entrepreneur, no matter the case, this conversation is full of insights and things that they do that you can do the same to be better than yesterday. I'm excited to welcome to the show of Tyler, Texas, Tyler Lee, head football coach, Kurt Trailer. Coach Trailer, welcome to the show. Thank you, I appreciate you, man. It's an honor being here. Um, I, I
2: appreciate what you do, and uh, anytime we can talk about competing and competition, man, it's just right up my alley.
1: Man, it, it, we go back uh, tw- twenty years. I feel like and. and- uh man, a lot of football out in East Texas, and and you've had quite the career coaching in East Texas, and and the successes that you've had, and and your staffs have been a part of. Uh, tell everybody now a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're obviously head coach at, at Tyler Lee, but tell us a little bit about how you got there.
2: Uh, you know, my, my first job when I first started coaching, um, I played college football. And um, I went off to Missouri and played, and uh, my mom and dad were educators, and um, I wanted to do something with my life. And I always said, you know, I'm not getting education. I just saw – I just see uh, – just, just through my mom and dad how how hard of a job it was. You know, um, you know, they worked hard, and my dad was always looking for ways to supplement the income, uh, uh, bailing hay uh, cutting firewood. Um, and I told myself, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go find something where, where, um, maybe I can make a little more money. Um, next thing I know, here I am coaching. (laughs) And, um, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it was meant to be because, you know, the money that you, that you, uh, you don't make in this business, you're, you're investing in kids. And, uh, it's, it, it, that's worth more than a million dollars. Um, you know, it worked more than a big paycheck. So I decided to jump into it, and uh, I got lucky, and I got hired at a, at a middle school. My first job was little, a little, uh, little school called West Rusk. I was there for one year, and my brother was, was t- kept telling me about the staff that he was on. And, and my older brother, uh, who was coaching also, was on a staff in Jacksonville, who had an unbelievable staff Um he said, man, you've got to get on the staff. There's coaches on here that can teach you how to coach, show you how to coach, how to do it right. Uh, we're a competitive family, and, and anything that we do, we want to we want to put you know 100% into it. It's not just a, it's a sometime deal. It's a full-time deal. And So I got on staff at Jacksonville, worked for a guy named Danny Long, who's a mentor to me, who's a, a unbelievable guy, an unbelievable man of, of God, and, uh, of, uh, just a amount of character and uh had some assistants on there named matt turner and wayne coleman and my brother jeff and herb minyard and i can go on and on but these were these are gentlemen that, that taught me how to coach showed me how to coach how to do it the right way how to how to how to coach the the, the snot out of kids but uh uh you know but invest in the kid and you know we all, I always say if you get to the kid's heart man you can get to their head and you know when i uh, then I'll go further into it later when I took this job, um, what I had to do to, to get this program, uh, started. But anyway, I was there in, in Jacksonville and worked for some unbelievable guys for four years and was very successful. And obviously you were there, Jake, went through the program and everything, you, everything we did there from the Indian maker to the, to the, uh, to the competition, to the things. I mean, it's the same things that we do now, um, it worked then it works now. Um, and we, and, and my, my older brother, Jeff, who's obviously, um, been the forefather of, of, of me and my success. Uh, we went to Gilmer and that's our hometown went back hometown and, you know, in 2000 and, and we spent, you know, I spent 17 years there. Jeff spent 14 years there, um, uh, played in five state championship won three, um, um, you know, and we got there, took over a program that was,
0: uh,
2: you know, uh, was had talent, but needed some direction. And everything we learned from Danny Long, from Mac, Matt Turner to Wayne Coleman, uh, who all are successful head coaches now. Uh, Matt Turner's head coach at, at Gilmer, took over our program there, and uh, uh, Wayne Coleman, um, who came and coached with us at, at Gilmer, went back to Jacksonville and took over, and Jeff, my brother, left in '14. Went to the University of Texas. Then from there, he went to SMU, and now he's at Arkansas with Chad Morris. And uh, I took this job here at Tyler Lee last year, and this time last year, you know, I've been uh, a year and a week on this job here, and um, it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been uh, all out, and you know, it, it's 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 been a blessing. You know, it was an answer to prayer. It Really was.
1: Man, and and I'll echo uh, just everything that you hit on about how fortunate I was in middle school and high school uh, to learn from you guys and, and to play under that staff and and those men, all those men that I still incredibly look up to, and and although at the time you you hate some of the stuff you're going through and doing, but. Uh, later in life, you're able to look back on and realize the the benefits and, and the the harvest that you're able to reap because of the work that was put in there. And, and so, Coach, I want to kind of kick things off because one of the things that, man, it stuck out to me last year, following along with with you your first year at Tyler Lee about uh, your hashtag PTS, pound the stone, and the, the grit and perseverance. What grew out of that? What made you want to adopt that for the team?
0: Uh,
2: you know, I, when when I when I, I got a book by Josh Metcalf called Pound the Stone, obviously, and I just read it, and it made so much sense, and you know, and I won't get into the book. I mean, I I recommend the book, uh. But basically, what it says is it said in the book is every day you show up and put in work, and uh, every day you take a sledgehammer and you're just pounding the rock. Every day, and every day, you never know which blow it's going to be. It could be the the, the one thousandth. It could be the million, where you're finally getting little chips. You're getting little success. You, you know, um, um, little b pieces are knocked off of that stone. Uh, and what it, the point that that I want them to make is this: men, you got to show up and work every day. You got to show up and and put work in. And pound the pound the rock, pound the stone. Uh, and that motto, Jake, has become our program motto. You know, there's there's certain there's certain um, there's certain things that, that I've incorporated into this to to this program. You know, to, uh, to try to establish a culture. That was one of them. You know, pound the stone, PTS. And when we break and everything we do, you know, it's on pound the stone because I want them to understand I'm not, and when I talk about pound of stone, I'm not just talking about here at the field house. I'm talking about when you go up to the classroom, I mean, every day you're, you're giving, I never talk about in any game that I've coached about perfect execution. You're never going to have perfect execution. You're never in anything you do. You're going to be perfect in execution. I've never seen it done. It's come close. Uh, but I can. But you can give me perfect effort in whatever you do. Just give me your. Give, it takes zero talent to play or do anything with effort. I always tell my own kids, the kids that I raised, Allie, Riley, Will, and Cole, two boys and two girls. They always ask me at the end, you know, because they always want to know, "Hey, Daddy, how did I do?" And I ask them this: Allie, Riley, Will, Cole, whatever sports you did, you give me your best effort, yes, sir. That's all Daddy wants. You give me your best effort because that will lead to you being successful in life one day. That's what I'm trying to teach these kids. When you walk out of this field house, when you graduate from, from Tyler Lee, when you graduated from, from Gilmer, when you graduated from, from, from Jacksonville High School, did you show up every day and give me your best effort? Did you pound the stone every day? And, 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 uh, in different words, I always talk about discipline or you're in default. Um, and, I, and, and I use my own self, Jake, as an example. Um, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I always tell, tell uh, my athletes, man, get up in the morning, get you some alone time, get you about 15 minutes of just reading a good book, reading the Bible. Find something where you're putting positive thoughts in your mind, something that will direct your day. Because this society is so full of negative thoughts when the world is full of 98% of positive. Um, so that leads back to, to, to the, the, uh, the pound of stone where I just took over this program. I've got to invest in these kids. These kids have got to understand that every day we're going to work, every single day. Uh, we took off one day this year, Jake, one day in our program, and that's to clean lockers and move kids Into different locker rooms. That's just it, because every day I'm gonna beat you every day. That's what I tell them. Every day we're beating our opponent, whatever your opponent is. It could be the math class. It could be this. It could be that. But show up every day and beat your opponent. Um, in in in, uh, people that do that are successful people. I promise you that. And so that's where our acronym. I mean, that's where the hashtag came from. PTS.
1: Um do you and there's a lot do you think it. it's I was about to say, do you think it's harder today than it was ten, fifteen years ago to get kids to to buy into that mentality? Because it I mean, especially with social media as crazy as it is, like it looks like, for a lot of people, it looks like success is it happens quickly versus what we both know to be accurate of that behind-the-scenes, grinding, pounding the stone for years. Do you think it's harder coaching those middle school, high school kids today to, to buy into that, or, or do you feel it's the same, it, they just have different distractions than they did then?
2: Oh, it's social media, uh, the, the, the me generation, the now generation. It, it's hard. But you know what? Kids are kids. Kids are still kids, Jake. Uh, there's, Jake Thompson still the same as, as uh, uh, Jamal Legans, who's a, a junior here who's an unbelievable playing. The kids are still kids. You have to adapt as a coach. There's no way you can still go with the mentality of 1995. There's no way as a coach you can do that. Because kids are changing. If you're not changing, number one, as a as an as a boss, as an administrator, as a uh, 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 a student, if you're not changing, you're gonna get left behind. People will run right through you. And it was hard for me because I was raised as an old school coach. You're gonna toe the line, and when I say you do this, you're gonna do this or else. It, it doesn't work that way anymore. Do you help? Do you hold kids accountable? Yes. But you better invest in these kids. You better love on these kids. You better, when I got this job, uh, the first thing I told all my coaches, I said, man, we're going to find positive things in this. Find something positive. I want to hear no negative, Zero negative. Because we got to get to these kids' hearts. Because if you can get to their hearts, you can get to their heads. So we just, you know, invested, invested, invested. Now, was it, Love grease and, I mean, love peace and hair grease and bubbles. No, no. <laughs> we had to invest in these kids before we could before we could demand anything out of them because they didn't know me from Adam. I was just another coach in the last three years. They've had three head coaches in the last four years. It's just coming in the door. They didn't know me from Adam. All they knew is the success that I've had at other programs. So I had some skin on the wall, but they didn't know me. But once I started investing in these kids, it's unbelievable what kids will do for you if you'll just love them and show them some attention. That's all they want because, like you said, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the, the, the me generation. It's the now generation. They're the micro, microwave generation. You know, they want it now um, instead of showing up and pounding that stone every day. They want to stick it in the microwave and put 30 seconds and pull it out, and it's going to be done. Well, successful people, doesn't that, that doesn't happen to successful people. There's reason why that you can pull up an AP poll in the state of Texas in football every year. It's the same five programs every year. Every year. It's the same five that's in the top five. They could have two and two coming back on both sides of the ball. It's the program and the culture. It's not the kids. It's the guys that show up and work 98% of the year. And the two percent they take off just to to clean lockers out. That's the point I'm trying to tell. Pound the stone every day.
1: You just gotta get to these kids' heart. Then you can get to their heads. What are what are some ways that you're you're able to to get them to buy into that at at that age when they're when they're full of distractions and, and you're encouraging them to develop this grid and 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 going after their heart? What are some things that that your staff uses uh, throughout off-season, we'll say, because this is your first full off-season. What are some things you guys have used and implemented to help get to those kids' hearts to get them to buy into being grittier?
2: Uh, you have to invest in them, number one. The next thing is this. Your off-season has to be demanding. It has to be the most demanding part of, of – I mean, it, it's got to be to a point to where you've got to hold them accountable. You've got to demand – their best effort, and we compete every day, Jake. Everything we do, we're going to have a competition in it, and we're going to keep score because kids want to know who's, who, who's winning who's losing. We put them on teams. We put them in the weight room. If we're lifting, there's going to be a competition at the end of it. Is it a pull-up? Is it a med ball? Is it a curl? Is it there? We'll find different ways to compete every day in the weight room. Every day in the weight room, we have four quarters. And we talk about we're going to have four perfect quarters where you're giving me your best effort, perfect execution. No, is it perfect effort? That's what I'm looking for. And we do it every day in the weight room. We got we got four quarters where we got four different lifts set up uh, that they're going to do. In every play of football, we 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 try to break down how long is each play of football last. Well, you know the majority of them are about eight to 10 seconds. So we're going to compete at each station about eight, 10 seconds in a rotation of four in, uh, uh, four rotations of four of a quarter. And our coaches are going to, are going to grade that. Is It's a thumb out, a thumbs up. We won that quarter. If it's thumbs down, we lost that quarter and we're going to do it again. Cause we always, we're going to, we're, uh, we, we always talk about, we're going to, we're going to do it right. We're going, it's going to look right. Um, uh, so we're competing every day. Everything we do, there's a competition. Because I think kids, it's hard to teach kids how to compete these days. Um, you know, not not a lot of them are out. You know, and in, in, uh, competing and doing different things. Like you said, you can get on your get on your little little device and you can compete playing games against each other, but you're not really competing. Um,
1: so you got to teach them how to compete, and and we we like find how- ways in the weight room and compete. How do you guys handle, because I'm curious on this fact, and and I love hearing coaches feedback on it on on the individual who you're encouraging that competition, you see them getting after it, but day after day, they're that individual. they're just they're they're getting their butt kicked. If it's a head to head, they're getting their tail kicked, but they continue coming back. How do you guys approach encouraging keeping that kid continue to compete? even though things aren't going their way or, or in their favor at this time? Well, I, I can –
2: I mean, I'm going to give you a, a great example of – of uh, I can use kids' name over and over that, hey, he was a seventh-grade B-team player. I mean, I can name kids you played with, Jay, and you can too, that when you play seventh grade, they're a B-team player. You're going, this kid will never make it. Eighth grade. B-team player, he's still pounding. He's showing it up every day and competing. Ninth grade, gets a little better. Tenth grade, a little bit better. Eleventh grade, ah, maybe a, a JV, maybe a backup on varsity. And by senior year, uh, he's a productive player. Those are the type of kids you beat people with. And I talk about it all the time, program players. Program players is where you're successful. It's not the great athletes. It's the program players it's the kids that are unseen the ones that that are that 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 don't get their names called out on Friday or Saturday nights the ones whose names aren't in the paper but they keep on showing up every day and pounding it you've got to tell the kids that hey here is uh Tony Vining who was a uh, uh, a five foot nine quarterback that beat out a kid named Josh McCowan who's playing in the In the NFL now for 15, 16, 17 years, uh, this kid just kept on doing it every day. You weren't going to beat him. You wasn't going to beat him. You know, you can use great examples of people that mean you know that that the kid just kept showing up every day. Uh, And you got to show them some success. You've got to show them. And we always reward great effort. We'll have a DQ Blizzard uh, Kid of the Week. We'll have a, 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 a uh, um, um, I always get just uh, free handouts from Dairy Queen or Torchy's Taco or or Smoothie King and reward those kids because those kids, like you said, you know, you better show them some success that they're getting better. Reward them. We always put their 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 we always start off our in our weight room we put the lift up there and we also put up a uh, a picture of a hey this kid was lifter of the week boom picture goes up you get to have, you know you get a uh uh, uh free so and so blizzard or you get a a free uh, torchy's taco or or whoever's going to help us on that so that you got to reward those kids also
1: I love that. I love that. And so you're pushing them, you're encouraging and and you're obviously recognizing and rewarding effort, which is all crucial to anyone listening in that coaching position to be able to to do and something easily they can do uh, in coaching as well as in a professional setting in a workplace. Cause you know, like we talked about giving your best effort, all these things, these kids are learning and you're pouring into them. They're going to be with them the rest of their life, regardless of whether they play another down after they graduate high school or not.
2: Sure. Sure. And it, so, you know, we, we have a, I have an acronym also, sorry, Jake, interrupt you that, yo, that, go, go. that we put on our wall. And it's the same thing that that was on the back of, of your helmets and was on the back, back of, of your shirts. And it's pride P R I D E. And that's an acronym for us. Now uh, the P stands for positive. And this is an acronym that that's part of our program. Also that, you know, the P is going to stand for positive the society is full of negative negativity. You can't turn on the TV or you can't get on social media where it's all negative, negative, negative. Um, and, and people harp on that. You don't harp on the 98% of the people that the kids that showed up in the weight room today, we all harp on the 2% that didn't show up. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the ones that are there. We're going to be positive. We're going to find positive in whatever we do. Cause there's enough out there and the R we talked about respect. These are things when we talk about respect, number one, we're going to respect our God. That's not heard of anymore in school systems. I won't talk about it. You're going to respect your God. You're going to respect your country. You're going to love your country. You're going to respect authority. Kids struggle with those three things right now. Number one, because it's not taught in school anymore. It's removed from our school. Uh, what me and you learn in school is not the same, uh, you you got to respect your god you got you gotta, you got to you got to respect your god you got to respect uh your country you got to respect authority and and kids kids struggle with that respecting authority respecting uh a police officer pulling you over you know when they're just doing their job um the next is eyes is integrity hey man be a man of your word if you say you're going to do something do it show up and do it i can remember when i got this job jake they interviewed me And they question, and not that they question my integrity, they ask me if I'm a man of my word. And, you know, when someone asks you if you're a man of your word or question your integrity, that sort of offends, it offends me a little bit or offended me. And they didn't mean to offend me, but I took pride in it that if someone has to ask me that, then they don't really know who I am. Uh, And all they were asking me is, all they were saying is, hey, are you going to get to the middle schools? Are you going to take care of this? Yes, sir. I said, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. Again, I tell my guys that. Be a man of your word. If you say you're going to be here at 745 or 8 o'clock workouts, be there. If you're going to show up at 707, be there. Be a man of integrity. If, you're going, if you if you got a job, be there. If you're going to be a good father, be there. If you're going to be a good husband, be there. Those type of things are life lessons, you know. The next is discipline. We always talk about the definition of discipline is is doing what's right when nobody's watching. I've had two kids this year, Jake, up in the school, found a wallet full of money and turned it in. They could have kept it. They could have put it in their pocket. They could have walked it away. But he was doing what was right when nobody was watching them. Be disciplined. And the next is the E in in pride is every day and every play of your life. Do it. Positive, respect, have integrity, have discipline, and do it every play in every every day of your life. And that's that's another motto that I preach every day. And when we break out of a, when we break as a group, you know, we're breaking on pride. Uh, so pound the stone and pride are are, are 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 two just foundations of my culture that we talk about every day.
1: I love that coach. I love that. All right. So I want to, I want to close and curious to ask you a question in 30, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, whenever you finally step away from coaching, what do you want your legacy to be?
2: You know, that's that's a good question. You know, what I want people to know me is this, I'm a man of my word. You know, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, Cause that means a lot. You know, when, when you die, (laughs) just think about this, you know, there's a poem called the dash. I don't know if you've ever read it before, you know, uh, uh, you know, the day you were born, the day you die and there's that dash in between it, you know, what's that dash really stand for? I mean, that's your life. That dash, that little mark in between that is, is who you are. And what are people going to say about you? What are people going to know about you? Uh, you know, that means a lot to me, uh, my family name, and and being a man of my word. Uh, when you say you're going to do something, are you going to do it? Are you, by example, a good father? Do you show up every day and, and, and love your own children the same way you love these kids that are in your program? That's important to me, being a good father. The next is showing them how to be a good husband. Show them that I love my wife. Show them how important it is uh, uh, for, for, for my wife to be seen and meet these kids because she's an unbelievable Christian lady that's a good role model for them. I think that's important, too, for them to be seen, uh, to, to have your family uh, part of this program because, you know what, you can throw up statistics left and right. The majority of these people, the majority people, I right? majority of these kids don't see it every day. They don't know what it's like to have a father every day to show up. They love on them no matter what. Uh, they don't know what it's like to, to an example of a good husband show up every day and, and love their kids and love their wife unconditionally, just unconditionally love them. Um, so if someone says, man, he was a heck of a coach, but you know what? He was an unbelievable father and he was an unbelievable husband. That I talk to I tell my kids that every day. I don't care if we win zero ball games. Zero. But if I can walk one day, you walk in my office and say, Coach, I want you to meet my wife and I want you to meet my children. Because of you, I'm a great husband and I'm a great father. I can sleep well with that, because I think that's what it's. I think that's what coaches are these days. They're they're a mentor. They're a father. They're a father figure. They're a husband figure. Show them how to do it right, um, because that's what that's 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 where we are today in society. Sad, but it's okay. I can handle that, because I think that's the reason why the good Lord put me on this earth to do that.
1: I love it. I love it. At the end of the day. If you're making that impact, that's what matters. Oh, coach, this has been a, an absolute blast, uh, man. I appreciate your time. Is the best place for people to follow along, man. The positive stuff that you're putting out, the the things that you're sharing on Twitter, Kurt Trailer.
2: Yes, sir. And I, I'm telling you, All right. man, I'm gonna throw this guy, and I'm gonna throw this guy a bone if you got just one a second. If you don't, if yeah. you, John Gor- John Gordon's some of the best books I've ever. He's one of the best authors. Authors that I've, I don't know if you read his stuff or not, but the power, power of positive leadership, and he's fixing to come out with the the power of positive teammates. That that I'm, you know, I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna give it to my to my kids. He's unbelievable talking about culture, unbelievable. He said, you know, culture takes years and years to build, and it can be chopped down in one swing. And it also talks about, you know, uh, culture building culture is is like a. I say this all the time don't focus on the fruits focus on the roots and you can use a bamboo bamboo tree as an example you know before it even sprouts it goes years and years of of digging roots in so that's what we're doing right now uh, Jake is we're just digging in pounding the stone and, and producing roots.
1: I love it. I love it, Coach. Thanks for sharing. We will absolutely be linking uh, both your account as well as John Gordon's uh, accounts and books into the profile uh, for the show notes because I, I absolutely agree. He puts out some incredible content, Coach. I appreciate you so much taking time out to jo- uh, to join us on the show today.
2: Jake's been a privilege, and
1: appreciate everything you've done for us, man. You're uh, you're part of the program that made us all
2: successful.
0: You for listening to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To learn more, visit everyday.com To connect with Jake or contact the show, email us at podcast at And as always, keep competing every day to be better than you were yesterday.